everyone, Hendo here, and thanks for listening to Battle of the Best. Now, before we get into the debate and crowning the best this week, I wanted to ask if you could do me a huge favor. Could you go ahead and click the subscribe button on whatever platform you are listening? By subscribing, you'll get the most updated Battle of the Best automatically downloaded to your device when it goes live. Now, one more favor. Could you leave us a review? Pretty please? We love to hear from you and love to hear your feedback. Now, before we get into the debate, here's a quick word from our sponsor, Broken Bat Brewery. As a dad who loves to rage, politely, of course, and as someone who loves beer and baseball, there's no better combination than Broken Bat Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The beer is top-notch, and the taproom is a great place to hang out with your friends to watch all sporting events, but especially baseball. They're kid and dog-friendly, which makes it a weekly hangout for me and my family. Plus, they have an indoor wiffle ball field that you can rent out and wiffle ball leagues. So, Check out Broken Bat Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on the corner of Pittsburgh and Water Street. Now, sit back and get your opinions ready, because Politely Raging proudly presents Battle of the Best. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week, another episode of Battle of the Best. I am one of your hosts, Hendo. And as always, I am here with Cal and Pyle. Folks, the Bucks are world champions. That just happened. Cal's a Bucks fan. Pyle and I went to school in Milwaukee. I'm still here. I'm pumped. Cal, how are you? First and foremost, like you're you're an actual Bucks fan. You're not a bandwagoner like me. How you feeling, man? Bucks in six. And you know what? I feel like anybody who are true hardcore Bucks fans, they remember back. And they weren't so good and then they were a little you know they were they got good they drafted ray allen and and they had brandon jennings and michael red and they had a couple good years um but this is a long time coming and so and how awesome is Giannis? i, I just have to say i think he is just like a dude's dude right like he's just like you hear about a story and for him to 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 come out of Greece and and really work hard and put the work in and then obviously have this performance. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the Bucks, right for the city. So it is a good time to be in Milwaukee, a good time to be a Bucks fan. And he did it the right way. Well, okay, I want to say the right way. But the hey, I don't need to join a super team. I'm gonna develop here. We're gonna draft pace you know pieces in. We'll bring in Drew Holiday. Like I just love the fact that both teams, Suns and Bucks, no super teams in the NBA Finals this year, and it was one of the most entertaining finals I've seen in the last so ten years. Young. He's only 25, 26 years old, so I'm I'm looking forward to the next several years with him in a Bucks uniform for sure. So I'm, I'm going to throw two things out for you, Cal. One, I'm going to give Giannis all the props. What he did was Jordan esque in the finals, like that. What he did this is one of the most unbelievable finals experiences ever. Second thing, as a Cub fan who we got the World Series in 2016, and I thought there was going to be at least one or two more. And watching this cellar-dwelling awfulness that is the Chicago Cubs right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, thanks, Pyle. Are you trying to as a soccer fan here? Yep. Um, enjoy it because it's not guaranteed. It's not oh. as, much, as much as they should because they, everyone's coming back next year. I think anytime you're in sports, you know how hard it is to win. 
and mm-hmm. now is winning a championship. So it's tough to repeat or go again. So I'm, I think everybody's just going to soak this one up for as long as they live. And if we never go back, everybody can remember that one time in 2021, after kind of the pandemic, that mm-hmm. we were world champs. Right. Well, I think you bring a good point too. Like not, it's hard to win. Not everyone knows how to win. And I think well, yeah. no one can speak more to that than Pyle Patel here on Battle of the Best. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I was just going to say, actually, um, Monty Williams said that in his press conference after mm-hmm. the, um, the finals that like, it's hard to get there. And so, yeah. you know, the, the journey is just as important as that final moment of um, securing the championship. So I'm, as, as my second home city, I am happy for Milwaukee. Congrats to all my Milwaukee friends mm-hmm. and, um, and to the Bucks. But uh, that said, can't say I'm rooting for another one for y'all. <laughs> Don't be a hater. I think, uh, I think it's time for my Bulls to make a comeback. <laughs> Kyle, we got, we got another year before the Bulls are in that stop. I know. We got one more year and then, then, then the Bulls are back. Although I don't even know about that. I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. No, hopes up. yeah. Anyway. <sighs> anyway, so congr- yeah. congrats to the world champion Bucks. Yeah. Um, going off that, I don't want to toot my own horn, but congrats to me. Jeez. I'm still in first place, folks. Now I will say win, you didn't even uh, win last week. So that is true. A big congrats not, to Cal. Let's not toot your own horn now. I'll say Cal ran away with it last week. Like it wasn't even close. Cal took last week and hey. Kyle, he blew us both out of the water. Well, hey, yeah, the, I'm the, pretty sure I was my only vote. So it's hey, <laughs> the, the people have spoken. They, you have solid picks. I think that you won with that spotted cow pick, man. Like, I think that was huge. Yeah. That was I, clutch. I think my list probably had like a general sense of what majority of people for the most part like, right? Like, right. No, but most people are not going to talk ill will on Spotted Cow. Mm-hmm. Most people can see themselves enjoying um, a Moscow Mule in the summer day, and most people enjoy whiskey. So, was it not everyone going to have such a sophisticated palate? <laughs> I mean, no, no your, your, if this was a contest for the most bougie, yours was. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is running away. Would you like Applebee's on date night? No, I had a three dollar wine from Aldi. That's not bougie. But hey, you, but you, the way you talked about it, though, right? You you did make it seem so bougie. <laughs> so okay. I, as we as we enter uh, another episode of Battle of the Best, standing, I, I uh, me Hendo, I am currently in first place. Cal is only one point back. So this is, Cal is right there. And then Pyle's a few points back, but she's still within striking distance. So I don't this know. Is, this podcast has become the Battle of the Bryans. I feel like I'm fully <laughs> out of this. Probably a good name to me to change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so this will be my last episode. Um, uh, but we say that, and Pyle, this episode is kind of in the wheelhouse of all three of us. So this week's Battle of the Best is who is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, who is the best MCU character? And from what we've talked about, and, I, and I've gotten to know both of you all pretty well over the years, this, is, this might be prime three of us is kind of the MCU nerds uniting and having a great talk about who's the best character. Oh, for sure. I feel like this is definitely in our wheelhouse. I see, and I see that you got the memo of, about wearing something Marvel-esque, right? You've got a, you got a 
You're Fathor. I'm a Fathor. This is, so I'm rocking a, a shirt that says Fathor. The T is, you know, Mjolnir, the hammer. It was, uh, it, it's, oh, it's either one or two of the greatest Father's Day gifts my kids gave me. The other one was this year, they gave me a set of Legos that it said, uh, it was like a, a frame of like a Lego Superman said, you're as strong as Superman. You're as funny as Thor. You're as cool as Iron Man with the little Lego characters. And I was like, wow, like, y'all get me. I mean, let's, me. Let's, let's give the, the credit to Jackie here. We oh, all know. Sure. <laughs> as, as, as smart as I think Reese, my three and a half year old is, Jackie's the one picking these gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I've got my Black Widow shirt on to wrap mm-hmm. the new movie. Yes. And, uh, yeah. She has Black Widow on the back. Black. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah. And I, I will say, so, so Cal, here's a big question I have because I got some spoilers in my picks tonight. So if you haven't watched the MCU Disney Plus series, I don't want to ruin things for you. Just, just ruin it because I'm going to watch it anyway. Okay. All right. Good. Because because there's some I, picks I, that... want, I don't want you to look back and be like, you know what? I should have won this week. <laughs> I left out the spoilers. So... You you go for the kill. That's fair. Yeah, and then he builds this like resentment against you. He's yeah, like, and and I love Cal. I don't want resentment towards my, Cal. It's my master plan, you know. Come on, <laughs> it's the battle of the Bryans. Come on, I can't hate the other Brian. Wow. Okay. So this is <laughs> on. I see. <laughs> so for those of you who are who have never tuned in before, here's how it works. So each week we get a different topic. Like we said, this week is you know the best MCU characters, and then myself, Cal, and Pyle, we battle it out here on this podcast. We talk about what's a good MCU character, what's a better MCU character, and then who is the best MCU character. We then put it out on Twitter. We, we ask you to vote, and we keep standings because, again, Pyle, Cal and I were a little bit competitive, if you couldn't tell. So we're going to keep those standings, um, and, and we leave it up to you, the voter. So without further ado, it is time to roll our magic Google dice that we do every week to pick who is going to go first, who is going to go second, and who is going to go third overall. This time, uh, we're just going to go in uh, normal order. And so I'm in first place. That means I'll be number one. Cal is second place. He'll be number two. Pyle is third place. She will be number three when that number comes up. And our first roll is number two. So Cal will lead us off in the first round. Our next person is going to be me. I'll bat second. And then Pyle will bring us home with third in the first round and we'll rotate each, each round. So with that being said, let's jump into it. Cal, can you please jump in and give me who is a good MCU character to you? All right, let's, I'm going to put this out a disclaimer, right? Because I think everybody needs to understand with all of our lists, these are usually our personal favorites. Mm-hmm. And that personal favorite list is very subjective. Right, so everybody's may gonna have a different opinion, but I think personally, my good MCU character is Thor, and I'm just gonna run down a couple reasons why. Today, I'm not gonna be long-winded on why. It's just the feeling in my gut of why. Okay, so okay. I I am not talking about the movies. I think Thor was good, not great. Um, I thought um, the Dark World. Um, I thought Ragnar- uh, Thor Ragnarok was really good. Um, but I really enjoy his character played by um, Chris Hemsworth. I just enjoy his weightiness, his um, all of his appearance in the Avenger movies. I just think that towards the end, he just had uh, a character that was kind of easily too 
I understand, easy to identify with. And so I enjoy his character quite a bit. And his, his one-liners are something that I always enjoy watching. So he is my good pick for this week, Battle of the Best. That's tough. That's I'm not going to lie. He was, I'm going back and forth. This Thor's going to be my good or not. I love it. Um, I think and, since Ragnarok. And we're not, ju- out, we're not judging the movies. We're judging the character. Right. And I think once Ragnarok came out and we got this humorous version of Thor, right? That's my it best version skyrocketed of him. Like, because he, he wasn't bad, but then Ragnarok comes out and you see this vulnerability side, you see he builds relationships and he's funny, which plays into Chris Hemsworth's talent because yeah. Hemsworth is funny. Yes. And it was my type of humor that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I mean, and one of the things I was taking notes on this earlier, I was like, one of the things Thor has is he has a smolder very similar to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like he gives that look at the camera and everyone just falls and goes crazy for it. Like that's, that's Thor. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think he's a very likable character overall. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that his journey is one that, like you said, could resonate with a lot of people, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's really in that, in the first couple of movies, kind of just trying to prove his worth and value um, is really battling that self-worth type of uh, mm-hmm. storyline and um you know fighting for his father's affection and you see that battle go out you know, go on between him and loki for a long time too mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the sister in the picture as well right. so yeah no i think he's a very likable character for sure and the humor factor is definitely there i wasn't a fan of fat thor though i i kind of wait you mean big lebowski thor? it was disturbing to watch and then at some point throughout the movie i thought he was going to like whip back into shape. Yeah. Like it never happened, but I was like, ah. So we, well, I'll be interested to see how they portray him. And I think, is it Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that he'll make his next appearance or is it Love and Thunder? It's whichever one comes first. I don't remember which one comes first. Well, that's what I'm first. asking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Guardians, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, that's where the, the character leaves off, right? In yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that would make sense. That would be, you know, Guardians right. of the Galaxy. So Guardians comes out May 23rd of 2023 and then thor love and thunder comes out may 6th of 2022 so love and thunder actually comes out first interesting but you got to remember in marvel time like because when guardians came out it wasn't in that timeline like guardians happened before some of the other movies that yeah yeah so you could jump forward jump back right exactly no for sure but yeah i'll be interested to see if they whip them back into shape i mean you know uh i i miss that chris hemsworth body thor (laughs) I think we all do, Pyle. I think we all miss that. All right. So Cal's going with Thor. So that means my good is very directly related to Thor. Um, I might be cheating on this because it's kind of two people, but it's the same character. I'm going with my boy, Loki. Thor's brother, Loki, is a good character in the MCU. He starts out as the best villain in the MCU until, you know, Infinity War when Thanos kind of gets fully fleshed out that I think Thanos took that. Um, but you see the journey of Loki. It's one of the it's one of the few times you see a full, I'm gonna call it a hero's journey, mm. you know, in the MCU. Because if you look where Loki started, and it started with adoption and being lied to and all this. So I can't really blame him for being a villain, but at the end, he tries to save his brother's life. He tries to save Asgard, he tries to do the right thing by killing Thanos. Obviously, it doesn't work out, he dies. But then you go to the Loki series and you, what you got over the years of Loki, you got in that same 
you know, that same hero's journey, you got it again with a variant Loki, where he starts out as this bad guy, you know, he, he wants to overthrow the TVA. And then at the end, it turns out, no, he's the one trying to save time. He's the one that wants to keep the sacred timeline. He's the one that wants to make sure nothing gets messed up to save humanity. And that, to me, that's a huge hero's journey. And not to mention Tom Hiddleston is so spot on Loki. And MCU just does a great job of casting in general. But but Hiddleston is Loki. And it's just, it's Loki just, just again, I, I fall on that story arc is he is it's one of the best story arcs in Marvel where he can be a villain and then turn into a hero on multiple occasions. So I'm going Loki as my, as my good. Solid pick. No, yeah. argument there. and very well said, very well explanation. Well, Thank you. Say, Hill might not be able to contribute too much here because he hasn't seen the Loki series yet, mm-hmm. but in, I will say that this series has really um, pulled back the curtain on Loki yeah. As, as a person, as the god of mischief, his whole backstory, multiple yeah. backstories. Right? Multiple, the alligator <laughs> Loki. Of, yes, Cal, there's an alligator Loki in there. It's kid I'm Loki. Fan awesome. of the alligator keep Loki. it coming, keep it coming. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree, pal, you're spot on. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm really enjoying getting to know Loki's character through this series. And then it seems that well, not seems, it's it's true that Loki season two is on the way and we'll likely probably see him in upcoming movies, it even seems like. Nice. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that the evolution of his character is continuing beyond yes. a, a villain who made an appearance in, you know, Avengers. And he's, he's one of the only villains that has, you know, continued a story. You know, right. it's, it's not someone who just dies after the one movie. It's not Ultron who just is gone. You yeah. know, it, it's not, yeah. And All right, so with his villain story, right? Like it's, yeah. it's understandable why he is the way he is. He's lived a hard life. Yeah. All right, so I'm going opposite of Cal. Cal went with Thor. I went with Thor's brother, Loki. Pyle, are we going to get a Hela in here to round out, round out Odin's kids? Who's your good? Uh, no, sorry. Okay. I'm unfortunately going to be um, stepping away from Asgard. Mm-hmm. And going with Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda Maximoff, nice. as my as my good. I I was struggling as to putting her in good or better because um, I I really do think that the two picks I have are interchangeable to be honest. But first and foremost, um, I I really enjoyed um, Wanda's entire trajectory throughout. Um, from Age of Ultron, and I think she actually makes an appearance in the end credit first, and then mm-hmm. all the way through becoming an Avenger, falling in love with Vision, um, and then dealing with all that trauma that we discover in um, WandaVision, she's faced so much loss, the loss of her twin brother, the loss of her parents, um, both her birth parents and adopted parents, right? And then um, the love of her life, in vision and in one and her two sons i was just gonna say and in wandavision she has to also deal with losing the two sons that she created in this world right um so i really do appreciate seeing that story arc of hers um watching her unpack all that trauma and albeit it's in a very unconventional way right she she deals with it by creating a whole little universe of her own but it's so understandable. And if I had powers like hers, I'd totally bring back the love of my life and be like, we're going to live in this little fantasy world. 
don't you dare touch my bubble. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, the literal bubble. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I don't blame her one bit. And um, I, I do think that it's, it's been really wonderful to see um, her evolution as, mm. as a character. Oh, and she's so badass. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> but her powers are like unparalleled. I, mm-hmm. I, she literally could have defeated Thanos if she wasn't so busy trying to crush the, the, um, the Mind Stone. Right. Um, She's trying to destroy an Infinity Stone and kill yeah. a god, basically. Yes. And all the other Avengers came at Thanos one by one and were, you know, swatted off like a fly. And this woman is single-handedly holding it down. I'm so glad to see a female character be empowered by um, mm. such an in- incredible, um, you know, power and gift. I love it. I mean, Wanda Maximoff, she is now fully Scarlet. I mean, she, that's a, that's a, that's a great pick for your good. Yeah. Yeah. And, I've and also dressed as her for Halloween once. Oh, I may, nice. may bring it back again. Cause I actually dressed up as her in her Wanda outfit. I have so not you were heard. Wanda Maximoff. You weren't full Scarlet Witch yet. Correct. Yes. I like it. Um, but at the time I didn't think they were going to, you know, Go there. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad they did. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, another costume for me in the future. <laughs> and what's nice in the round one is none of us have the same pick. No, nope. it. it's so shocking. I, I like I like the range of which we've covered. Yes. I have a feeling this is where it changes. I feel like our our better and our best. Our best may yeah. Is gonna have some overlap. <laughs> so after round one, let's do a quick recap. In the round of good, Cal pulls up Chris Hemsworth, Loki, or, uh, Thor, the god of thunder. I came in with Loki, Thor's brother, and then Pyle wrapped us up in the first round with Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch. So for the second round, our better round, I am starting. Uh, and my better is, in my opinion, the most powerful Avenger, the Avenger that no one can beat, the Avenger that, as Pyle just said, if she had more time, could have taken Thanos down on her own. Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch is my better I wanted to change it as soon as you said it, Pyle, but I just can't because she is that amazing Agreed. as a character. I mean, Pyle hit on a lot of it. What I will say is if it wasn't, you know, much like how Loki jumped in for me a lot because of the series on Loki, Wanda jumps in a lot because of the series of WandaVision. You know, before WandaVision, we got a lot of hand movements from Wanda. So we knew how powerful it was, but she, we didn't get who is Wanda Maximoff. And that was all explained. The grief she went through, continues to go through, is, you know, out of this world. I will, a hill I'm willing to die on is she is the most powerful being in, you know, our main timeline. She's got Doctor Strange beat. She's got Thor beat. She's got Hulk beat. She is, she's better than Captain Marvel. Like, you don't mess with Wanda Maximoff. I'm just putting that out there. And now I'm going to tie in a wild and crazy theory that I have. Oh, please do tell. So if, and I saw this online, so I'm stealing it from the line, but if you match up the season finales of Loki and WandaVision, the second that he who remains realizes that the main uh, or the sacred timeline starts branching off, it's at, you know, 2719 or whatever that number is at that exact same time in the WandaVision season finale, Wanda fully makes a transformation into Scarlet Witch. Mm. so my argument is while people are leaning towards a variant loki screwing up the timeline no 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 the multiverse of madness happened because of scarlet witch knowing her full power 
and then using that. And if you watch WandaVision, uh, the end credit scene, you can see her using the dark hold. She's looking at all the different multiverses and she hears her kids. She hears her two yeah. sons, which I think is, so I'm saying not only is she most powerful, she created the multiverse, which is now going to lead into this next phase of the big bad villain, Kane the Conqueror. It all comes back to the most powerful Wanda. Therefore, yeah. Wanda, and again, talk about perfect casting. Elizabeth Olsen is Wanda Maximoff. Oh, yeah. Scarlet Witch. So that's my long-winded Wanda Maximoff is my better. I love it. So do you think that Loki and WandaVision were happening simultaneously in the universe? I think bits and pieces. Yeah, for sure they were. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, I'm glad you mentioned um, Elizabeth Olsen as the actress who portrays her. Because you're right. She's she's done an amazing. She does. The accent and everything. Well, even like little things, how like. You know, if you watch, so the accent started, and then as she got more in time entwined with the Avengers, the accent goes away. And then the second she turns into Scarlet Witch fully, her accent comes back. Well, yeah, like she's being herself now. Right. And in WandaVision, it it was completely because she had fantasized about being in the mm-hmm. sitcom, right? That's how she grew up like watching these shows, yep. learning English, all of that. And so in this world, she perceives herself as this American woman who's like gone through she wants this normal life what Mm -hmm. she's witnessed to be normal um right and we see her playing those sitcom roles perfect to a t yeah this is so like bewitched this is totally like right yeah spot on all nailed it she's so good so there you go my my better wanda maximoff who is now officially the scarlet witch that means we're moving on to you, Pyle. Who is your better? Okay, so my better is none other than Black Panther, King T'Challa. Um, and this one was definitely a no-brainer for me. I, I wanted him on the list for sure. Uh, I was so excited when they announced Black Panther was going to enter the MCU. Um, I wish he entered sooner, to be honest, but I think that the storyline just made sense. Um, the first movie, and I know we were we were talking about we're not referencing movies, but in this one, I, in this case, I have to. That movie was just so impactful. Um, not just, and now I'm looking at not just who Black Panther is as a character, his powers, what what King T'Challa stands for in the MCU, but outside of it, um, the representation that he has brought uh, as a superhero as a man of color, as a black man in the MCU and what that means for so many people around the world. And that impact was obviously, it was so much more evident at the passing of Chadwick Boseman who played, I can't think of a better person to have played that role. Um, so once again, kudos to Marvel for the casting, but with his passing, you saw all these children around the world literally honor this the superhero as if he was real mm-hmm. right like a real life character and so um that just cannot be ignored in my book um he's he's extraordinary both and i mean both chadwick and black panther um in the actual universe i mean for him to hide wakanda <laughs> and and carry that you know on his shoulders um and and what that place represents and um, to have access to all that vibranium, but know 
that in the wrong hands, it could do a lot of, a lot of harm. Um, and so knows how to, you know, keep it in a safe place um, and, and use it to his advantage. I mean, just what a wonderful story. And I cannot wait for Black Panther 2 and can't wait to see where it's, it's being taken. Well, how uh, about at the end of that pile where, where him and Suri start creating basically the Wakanda schools yeah. in the United States because he wants to start getting kind of part of the country because he knows he can make the world a better place. Like outside of being Black Panther, as a leader of the country, he can do it. That's a whole nother side of him, which is- A whole other side of him. And, and you know, I, I have to admire the compassion he still showed Killmonger, knowing that this is my, my cousin and it, it's through no fault of his own that he became the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, it's, it takes a lot to recognize um, that that's what's going on here and show that kind of compassion. He didn't want to kill him. He really didn't, right? I mean, um, so- just what a beautiful character. Very iconic. Well said, but it was such an iconic and it's very rare in any type of film that you have the person who Chadwick Boseman was and the, the character of Black Panther meet in a perfect match. And literally in this movie, it was a perfect match. So mm-hmm. you get no argument from me. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're looking at the movie, the soundtrack was also killer. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> well, not to mention, did, did you guys know Black Panther is the second um, biggest MCU movie as far as uh, money made? Yeah. The only thing that has topped it is Endgame. Gross, yeah. Yeah. Outside of Endgame, Black Panther beat Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was huge. And it was nominated for Best Picture. Yes, it was. Yeah. That's great. All right. So, Pyle's better. King T'Challa, the Black Panther. Cal, finish it up our second round. Who is your better? So I'm going to shock some people, and I have a feeling this may be you guys' top pick, but I'm going to go with Iron Man, um, which is, yes, I see your reaction. Yeah, I'm going to go with Iron Man. And here's a, here's the reason why. Number one, I knew, although you guys haven't said your picks, I had a feeling. You think you know where we're going. One or both of you guys' picks. So I'm going to go outside the box. I'm going to step out of my side of my comfort zone, just like P did last week. Mm-hmm. And it may hurt me, may haunt me, but it, this is my truth, right? Okay. I'm going to go with Iron Man. Um, Tony Stark, obviously played by Robert Downey Jr. Um, basically known as the leader of MCU, right, from almost from the jump. Um, I like this character just because he's he's smart, he's witty, he's cocky. Um, but it really comes full circle, right, in Endgame, mm-hmm. right, where he literally takes takes it for the team. And has, you know, and and saves everyone, but obviously sacrifices himself. So um, love Iron Man, love um, all the installations of Iron Man. I just enjoyed him from the jump. And so he's going to be my better this round. I know I have a gut <laughs> that both of you suckers picked this for the, for the best, but I'm going to go out on a limb. And go for my better is Iron Man, Tony Stark's Robert Downey Jr. I have so much to say right now, Cal. Yeah, I'm just not going to say it right now because I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm just going to wait to see what happens next. That's funny, and I didn't want to go long on the on everything that he's done because guess what? We're going to hear it again. (laughs) I can read both (laughs) you guys' mind, and it's funny how both you guys went dead silent. P's looking over here. <laughs> Kendo's looking here. I, I get it. It's okay. 
Pal, this is my, switch things up. This is my mouse pad. <laughs> my mouse pad I'm showing Pilecat right now. We're on Zoom is Iron Man. So I'm not saying I'm going to pick him. Oh. Just, I'm not saying I'm picking him. I'm just saying, Cal. It's the worst kept secret is what you're saying. I don't know if that, I don't know if you, I don't know if I agree that Iron Man is bet in a better category. I he, think I'm going to disagree mean, with you on he, that one. Yeah, he, he deserves to be on the all-time list of just the impact he's had just yeah. on the whole series, right, of all the movies he has and um, just an imprint on all of them. And it's just, I mean, I love, I love his character. I love his, his weightiness. Um, I just love what he's about. And, you know, being this megatech billionaire to saving mm-hmm. Saving everybody in the end, I think that's just that's going to resonate with a lot of people and him showing sacrifice and and not being completely selfish. So um, he is my better. I just want to ruffle feathers because obviously <laughs> he, he can be pretty much a 1A, 1B on anybody's list. Yeah. 100%. That's yeah. true. I, yeah, I mean, like you had, I'm, I'm not going to add anything right now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> funny how that works. So, <laughs> let's recap. Around to better, I let us off uh, with the one and only Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch. Pyle came in, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Pyle came in next with Black Panther. And then Cal, I'm not going to lie, shocked me. And I think maybe surprised Pyle a little bit coming with Iron Man as the better. Here's what's nice about MCU. There's so many good characters. Let's see who the best is. And right now, this hurts me because I would love to lead this round off, but I have to go. It's fair and square. Pyle Patel, who is the best MCU character? Can't wait for this one. <laughs> hey, I could shock you all right now. I could. You could. So but are you going cool. to? But I like won't. Two dollar bill. <laughs> I, I know. Um, so no surprise here. It's it is Iron Man. Tony Stark is my best. Uh, I, I I always get this order wrong. Um, oh, he's a business um, magnet, playboy, philanthropist, genius, right? No, wait. Don't I'm worry, so- Paul. I'll, I'll tell you what it is later. Oh, all right. <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Um, for me, the reason why he's the best um, in my book is because he's the character that uh, prompted my my love and passion for MCU. Okay, so I had followed comic storylines my whole life, even when I was younger, but it was it, when it came to comics, I veered towards DC more. And then MCU happened. Uh, with Iron Man as the very first movie. And that movie was a game changer. I was like, I was hooked at that point. Uh, so well done, so well executed. Um, Tony Stark is a character you lo- you love to hate and you hate to love uh, is how I put it. Because yes, he, he's had these narcissistic and selfish tendencies, but the evolution of his character has also been really great. I love the story arc um, for him. I I love that we see him start off this way, but then over time uh, you see him become more and more uh, compassionate as a character. Although we see it in the first movie too, right? He didn't need to go back home and perfect his suit and then go back and fight the the villains um, in, in the other side of, on the other side of the world. He didn't need to do that. Once he escaped, um, 
he could have gone back to his rich, wealthy playboy life and, and dropped it there. But I think that, um, and I say the same thing about Batman too, because I think they're both very similar and they're, they're two human characters without powers of their own and who decided to um, embody this vigilante character and, and become a superhero. They stepped up when they didn't need to. So I, there's something to be said about that. I really admire that piece. Um, of course, can't, can't neglect the, 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 he obviously, the self-sacrifice, right? Of um, mm -hmm. putting on the um, gauntlet and, and doing the snap and, and returning everyone back to normal um, in Endgame. Even when he once again could have said no, because he had, he had the perfect scenario. He got Pepper, he had his daughter. He was living a life that he enjoyed and loved and didn't lose anyone that he really, you know, uh, he didn't need to do this. And he did. I was secretly hoping that he was going to come back somehow. Not going to lie. Oh, I was just secretly hoping, like, somehow, I don't know how you can make it happen. I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't well, I mean, in the multiverse of madness, never say never. Yeah, right? You got to watch exactly. Loki. Watch Loki and you'll see how he can come back. He can come back, but I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to want to come back. Right. right. right, and, right. and I think, yeah. it, and if he were to come back, I think it would cheapen, like Pyle said, that story arc. Because yeah. that story oh, arc, you, you can't at that point, I don't think. I know. I was like, of all the ways that Doctor Strange saw this going, that had to be the only one that was going to work. What? One? Right? I'm like, could it have been Captain Marvel? I mean, right. <laughs> why? Literally anybody else. Steve? was it's a perfect job for Steve Rogers. Let Steve do the snap. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? Seriously. And then, so I just had to add one more personal note. Um, this character has had such an impact on my life that um, I've named my cars after his AI. So my first car was Jarvis. My second car, which is the car I have right now, is named Friday. Um, so very much, I'm, I'm, I'm fully invested in Iron Man, okay? Mm -hmm. I even have the arc reactor as my keychain. And I've dressed up as him, as Tony Stark, actually, for Halloween, where I, I, I had the arc reactor, I had the the, the black leather jacket, I've seen it, I've shown him the mm -hmm. photo, I had the aviator glasses and my little glove um, in case I needed to, you know, shoot someone with the <laughs> the power beam or whatever. In, you in case the real Mandarin comes by, <laughs> you're right there for it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was my tribute to um, Iron Man, and I will love him three thousand forever and ever. I love it, pile, and I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> All right, Cal, we got piles bust. Tony Stark, Iron Man, you are next. Who is your best when it comes to the MCU? So, full disclosure, I decided when I heard. He's best or better. I flipped it because oh. I didn't. I didn't want to have the same exact list. So you had the same. Else. Yeah. Okay. So my, my best is going to be Black Panther. Mm -hmm. So my original list, it was going to be flipped, but I was like, you know what? We're going to go on a limb, and I just want. I just wanted to have a different list. Mm -hmm. So for all the same reasons, some reasons that um, P chose. Black Panther, played by Chadwick Boseman. He is my best um, for this episode. Um, I just think really based on the culture impact that he had, 
I mean, you literally had people trying to buy tickets to Wakanda. <laughs> like, that's not a real place. Actually, did you know I grew up in, so I grew up in Mundelein, Illinois. Wakanda. Which is a, which is a 10 minute drive from Wakanda, Illinois. Spelled differently, but there exactly. is a Wakanda, Illinois. And so like, it, it was just so funny. It's like people were actually trying to buy tickets to Wakanda. Um, I think the, the movie was just so well done. Um, I think, and even having the backstory of, you know, him not really feeling sure to take over for a father who was killed, like that whole backstory kind of brought in, like, if you weren't feeling at that point, brought in the family aspect. Um, and I, I just, I just like the back and forth humor. I like the battle um, um, with the other tribe. I just like, every, I loved everything about the movie. Um, Michael B. Jordan was great. Like, I, I just love that whole battle scene. So, like, for me, it's Chadwick Boseman for sure. And then, obviously, everything else you hear about all the stuff that he was going through with the sickness and all that stuff. And then him still, like, rehearsing, like, multiple, multiple hours a day. And very few people knew, which blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's, to me, it's just, like, now you start to connect personally because you just feel for what a tremendous professional and person he was uh, and I feel like everybody who came across him loved him um, and so it's for sure Black Panther for me um, and Chad with Bozeman I think that those two characters like I said hand in hand worked perfectly and that's an all-time best for me and, and let's be honest I it could go these lists it could literally it's like comparing Jordan to Kobe to LeBron mm-hmm. like it can go any way you want. And so therefore, just to mix it up and keep it fresh, I just chose to go with Black Panther as my best for this week. Love it. It's mm-hmm. not a, I mean, it's a great pick. Yeah, I already covered everything I had to say in my round, but. Yeah, which is, I just want to focus on Chadwick for a moment. Like this dude, not only was he Black Panther, he was Jackie Robinson. Oh. He was Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. Like, the roles he played are just, wasn't he, um, James Brown too, or uh, he was a singer. James Brown? He was a singer, and I don't remember what the name of the movie was. It, it uh, could have been James Brown. I, I didn't see that one, but I saw, I saw Forty Two for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's just a phenomenal actor, right? And like, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. There's very few moments when like you hear about like James Brown. Yeah, he did play like, James Brown. Famous people passing away. Like I was yeah. everybody like Michael Jackson, maybe. Or like even recently, like about Kobe's helicopter crash. Yeah. But then like hearing about this, like it was late at night and I read it. And I was like so hurt. Right. Because I didn't even know he was yeah. sick. Right. Right. And so that blew my mind. And then I was like, well, then, like, well, then if you don't know the cause, you're like, well, what happened? And then you realize he was sick. And it's like, it just, it just touches a little bit different because it's like, he just seemed like a great dude, a great person um, that people want to work with. And um, that's also part of why he's my best is because I think that the, the impact he had, not only Black Panther, but also in so many other movies. Yeah, it mm-hmm. transcended the work on the screen. It 100%. Really yes. Oh, for sure. The, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think um, if there ever was someone to call a hero on and off the screen, it's him. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and, and he was like so cool. So and like cool. Chill yeah. And had this vibe about him, but he was like a total badass. Like, 
And like, I mean, you would put on the Black Panther suit and go to children's hospitals. He was like for the people. That's so cool. He, he handled business like he 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 was that dude. And so, I I'm forever a, a Chadwick, um, Boseman fan, and Black Panther fan for sure. Sure. That's a. Well, I mean, that's, that's a great pick. Happened. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna argue. I, I mean, you I had, you had people in the street after the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie, you was like, "What kind of forever?" Like, I mean, I mean, for real, this ain't a real place. This is a movie. <laughs> hey, you don't know it might be a real place. If I mean, like, I people was like literally looking at flights going. <laughs> I would love to go there. That I sounds fantastic. Yeah. Oh, all right. So that means I'm wrapping it up. For anyone that is listening that knows me, this is a no-brainer. This is an easy choice. Oh, Who is the best MCU is. character? This is the only genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist in the MCU. P, you oh, got to not. You got. You got to get it on the right turn the first time. P, you got it. I mean, listen. the one and only Tony Stark, Iron Man. I mean, and here's why. There is no Loki series. There is no WandaVision. There is no phase four, five, six, seven, eight, however long it goes, if it wasn't for that very first Iron Man movie. It started it all. It made everything possible. It's the one that had the first end credit scene bringing in Samuel L. Jackson. Like, that's the one that started the end credits. And then the next movie was Hulk. And who was the end credit there? Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. He, there is no MCU without him. Um, talk about perfect casting. I've talked about it, you know, with my two early picks. Uh, there is not a better Tony Stark than Robert Downey Jr. Their lives parallel in a lot of real issue ways. He embodied that character perfectly. Um, not to mention, you know, Tony, Tony knew that he wasn't going to forever, forever be the leader of the Avengers. So he then took on a mentor role when it comes to Peter Parker and Spider-Man and tried to hand off to him. Pyle already talked about, you know, the, the story arc I think is the best story arc. I talked about Loki earlier, Iron Man, Tony Stark's story arc is the perfect story arc in the MCU. It, it, as much as I would love it to be someone else that snap, it had to be Iron Man. Iron Man had to be that snap. Um, you got to think about it, like the, the MCU really kicked off with, I am Iron Man. Like those three lot, those three words are huge. And if you look at the end of Endgame, so you walk, there is no end credit scene, but there's an end credit sound. And the end credit sound is the sound of Tony Stark banging the metal in the cave, building his very first ever Iron Man suit. Like that, that is, I got chills just thinking about that. Like, like Tony Stark, Iron Man, that, that is, he is the MCU. And I want to piggyback off what Pyle said. I, at this point in my life, I, uh, Jake and Elwood Blues, me and my buddy Jeff were always the Blues Brothers for Halloween. And I mean, it was every year. My now most famous costume or the, the costume I've done the most is 100% Tony Stark. And it's the glasses. It's the arc reactor right on the chest. It's the cool jackets. It's, it's, I am Iron Man is just, he's the best. Yeah. Amen. Um, it's funny that you brought up the end credit thing um, at the for the Endgame um, yeah. movie. I don't know if you saw it in theaters on the first night or the, that was definitely me. I saw, it was one of the um, midnight screenings. I had to go. And full packed theater, right? That the, the end credits come on, and I'm not talking about the, the noise at the end, but 
this is the first time a, a Marvel movie did one where they showed all those Avengers, right? And and each one goes single, like the one sh- the long shot. Yep. Yeah. And so everyone's like clapping for Hawkeye and you know the Hulk and Black Widow and Thor, uh, Captain America. It gets to Iron Man and everyone is on their feet cheering and screaming and clapping and that's because of the impact of this character mm-hmm. it's wild it's undeniable that this is the man who kicked off this entire journey that we're continuing to enjoy for phases and phases and phases mm-hmm. well not, I, I mean and i'll say too with that you know during his funeral scene and they go back and happy hogan's talking to morgan his daughter and he says, you know, what do you want? And then she says, I want cheeseburgers. And he just goes, your dad loved cheeseburgers. Oh boy, did I cry. I'm in theaters just, and Jackie, my wife looks at me. She's like, are you crying? I was like, all he wanted was a cheeseburger when he got home. <laughs> like it's, uh, yeah, that, that one, that one hit me. I cry every single time I watch that movie over again without mm-hmm. fail. When I, when he dies and the scenes thereafter. Yeah. It's hard. For sure. So to fully wrap it up, Kara, uh, Pyle Sardust, her best was Iron Man. Then Cal came in with his best as Black Panther. And I wrapped us up. I, I just wanted to be like Pyle tonight. Went with Iron Man as well. So if we look at our, our, our totals, Cal's good was Thor. His better was Iron Man. His best was Black Panther. My good was Loki. My better was Wanda Maximoff, also known as Scarlet Witch. And my best was Iron Man. And then Pyle finished us off. Her good was Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch. Her better was Black Panther. And her best was Iron Man. Once again, I share two of those with both of you. Well, we all share. Like, there's only one that differentiates all of us. So it's going to come down to, do you like Thor? Do you like Loki? Or uh, Actually, well, Pyle, all, all of ours are picked by someone else in yours. I know. This is, what I'm trying to, <laughs> this is what I was trying to say, that two of them I share with the both of you. You can't understand how incredibly frustrating this is for me. No, I, I honestly, I, I can't. <laughs> you have this to know one, it's coming. This one, Please go away. Of all the ones, was the most predictable for all of us. Yes. There, I, maybe, there was nothing not, that was said today. Maybe not the good, but we kind of knew the top one oh, yeah. that were going to be picked. Yes. All right. Listen, everyone. Um, starting next week, it'll be Battle of the Bryans. I am... <laughs> Bowing out. Piles retired. Watch Piles gonna win this week. As <laughs> retirement, she's out. Uh, all right. So before we wrap it up, we have a little bit of time. Anybody want to throw out any honorable mentions for best MCU characters? Hmm. I can start this off because I, I I mentioned him earlier. I think Thanos, uh, up to this point, has been the best villain. I mean, Killmonger was awesome in Black Panther. Loki, I talked about, but he's more of a hero now. I think. You know, the story of Thanos and Infinity War to me is a Thanos movie. Um, I mean, he he dominated, you know, that the first three phases. So Thanos is huge. Um, and then personally, I, I, I love Peter Parker. Love me Spider-Man. I think they've done such a great job so far with it. And, and what I like is they, they brought it back to the high school humor, which is what the comics started out as. You know, Tobey Maguire was a little older, Andrew Garfield a little over. Um you know, but but the way Peter Parker portrayed now is 
a little bit truer to the comics, which I can appreciate and I love, and I can't wait to see where they go from there. So I'm going to stick with two. I could do, you know, there's so many I want to give shout outs to. Um, I'll give one more Drax. Dave Batista as Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy is phenomenal, top-notch humor and just spot on with delivery. So those are my three honorable mentions for, for the MCU characters. Cal, what do you think? I'm at the ditto with uh, Spider-Man. I just like the evolution on how it's evolved over the years. Um, I was also, a couple of the things I wrote down, Doctor Strange. Yeah. One that I was really, really, it was really battling Thor for my good. Um, And actually, you know what? I appreciate which maybe some people feel this way, but Ant-Man. I actually enjoy Paul Rudd's character. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just, I really can identify with how some of the characters act, how they interact with other people, how they're just trying to do good. And this, the, for me, the common theme is like humor. I love yeah. the witty humor and Paul Rudd did a good job with Ant-Man. So those are my honorable mentions. Love it. Pyle, who do you got on the honorable mention list? Okay, so I had a lot and I, <laughs> frankly, I love You can't them. name every character, Pyle. I know, I know. Um, so I'm I'm going to give this to some of the ancillary characters that haven't gotten a ton of screen time yet, but that's not to say that they won't in the future. Um, I really enjoyed Valkyrie's character, uh, played by Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Um, yeah, in in Thor, and um, just once again, love the badassery of that woman. Also, the warrior women of Black Panther. Uh, Gomorrah. So I, I'm really giving a lot of credit here to the women who held it down in the MCU. There's not a ton of characters who've gotten um, that kind of acknowledgement yet. I'm happy to see MCU moving in that direction with WandaVision, Black Widow finally getting um, a movie. So um, I, I'm, I appreciate the, the representation continuing on and, and these ladies being empowered. And I think that we're seeing we're going to see storylines with Valkyrie um, coming back and um, in Black Panther for sure, if, especially if, um, you know, Suri is the next uh, Black Panther. will right. be terrible to see um, that come to life on the screen. And then um, I know that these are, they're not in the MCU, but I love the X-Men characters. And so if we're talking Marvel right now, I just have to give a, a, just a, a really small tribute to um, some of the X-Men characters. And I really hope that the crossover happens now that Disney and Marvel have acquired um, the the series back from Fox. I say they're not in the MCU yet. 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 So I think that door is opening and Wanda Vision, you know, those creators, shame on them for teasing us the way they did. Mm-hmm. I was like, they tease Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four too. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Don't do that to me. I know. I was like, finally it's happening. And so um, can't wait to see that, that crossover happen. I, I think it's going to happen. I just don't know when. Right. <laughs> Killing me because every single, single series I, I watch now, I'm like, is this it? Right. Is this it's happening? I think you and I were talking about like, is this yeah. Mephisto makes his way in here? Professor X right. is going to make an appearance? Like, right. Magnet, like, you know, I just, I know. Ah, uh, it's, it, the MCU is a wonderful place. I think that's a, I think that's where we can all agree. All right. That's all the time we got for this week. So make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We make it really easy. 
It's just at politely raging. That's our parent company that, that puts us on for us. We are on Facebook too. Just uh, search politely raging. Uh, the Twitter poll goes out 24 hours after this gets released. So we'll, we'll be releasing it. Uh, it's um, Wednesday, July 21st. We're going to put it out Friday, July 23rd at noon. So a little bit over 24 hours. Make sure you're voting on there. Um, myself, Cal and Pyle, we will be voting. And despite what Pyle thinks, Cal and I don't have burner accounts, so we're not voting for ourselves more than once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the, you, you got the option. So make sure you, uh, what's really exciting for us, you know, as podcasters, we are now on Spotify, Apple, and Google. So we're on the three largest podcast networks. You can listen to us anywhere. So wherever you listen to us, like us, leave us a review, you know, chat us up on Twitter and Instagram. We love interacting with people. So with all that for Brian Calhoun, Cal for Pyle Patel. I'm Hendo. You two have a great night, and we'll talk to you all in just a few weeks. Bye. Hey, everyone. And once again, thank you so much for listening to the Battle of the Best today. Our executive producer and editor are the same person. That would be me, Brian Hendricks. I also hosted the show with my good pals, Brian Calhoun and Pio Patel. The Battle of the Best is a politely raging LLC podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate us wherever you are listening from. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at politely raging. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.